What is good, my divine bookworm? So, um, just a little bored and I decided I would just uh, get into the reading of How Rich People Think. Y'all already know one of my favorite authors, Steve Siebold, uh, subtitled Turn Your Ambition Into Action. Let's get into it. So, chapter 27 um, is titled Middle Class Lives... <laughs> I knew when I saw this title last week. I knew it was going to hit me, but I'm reading the title again, and let's just say it's part of divine timing, so let's get right into it. <laughs> it says, middle class lives beyond their means, world class lives below their means. So it says, the average person spends more than they make because they make so little, right? How can a family survive on the average income and still ha- save money? The greatest financial wizard in the world couldn't pull that off. Instead of getting creative, most people try to do more with less and suffer sleepless nights worrying about the future. If there was a fringe group in society, I wouldn't mention it, but it's not. I said, if this were a fringe group in society, I wouldn't mention it, but it's not. It's the majority of the population living in the richest country in the history of civilization. The middle class is the wealthiest subgroup of the working poor, and most of them live beyond their means because they earn so little. I'm not sure if you can hear me. It says, these people aren't stupid. To the contrary, some are smarter and more educated than members of the world class. And we talked about that last week. So fascinating. Actually, I think the last two weeks, right? Um, How you'd be surprised some of the hardest workers, some of the smartest people um, are living, you know, in the middle class. And some of the wealthiest people you know, just having high school education or, you know, um, maybe a, a AA or a BA or no, you know, just a GED or your basic high school diploma, right? Here's the next part. It says, the difference lies in their focus. The middle class focuses on everything but getting wealthy because they have so many limiting beliefs about money and what being wealthy means. Mm, 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 mm. It's the last thing they want to think about. Then they listen to so-called financial gurus, oh my God, who berate them for overspending on frivolous things. The rich live below their means, not because they're savvy, but because they make so much money, they can afford to live like royalty while still having a king's ransom socked away for the future. It is easy to live below your means when you earn more in a day than most people earn in a year. Not to mention that the rich earn money primarily through leverage and not hard labor. We also learned about that in previous chapters, right? 
how to leverage, you know, um, versus hard labor. It says, it's hard labor that creates the physical and psychological stress that kills so many poverty, working, and middle class workers. Here's how to live below your means. And <laughs> I took a sneak peek ahead. Let me start over. Here's how to live below your means and tap into the secret wealthy people have used for centuries. Get so rich you can't afford to. So that's the tip. Get so rich that you can afford to. And um, I've been talking a little bit like this is exactly what I needed. And I actually thought, you guys, to be honest, I thought I was probably going to get a little bit a slap on the wrist because of um, I am focusing on my spending habits. I, I um, did record a podcast, but I didn't upload it. And I, I, I still, it, it's, it's, it's probably easier for me at some points to talk about past relationships and other things and diet than it is about finances. But I felt like this one was going to spank me a little bit about, you know, um, spending on frivolous things. And, you know, it's, it's still something to be said about that. I think that um, you do have to de- develop healthy habits, spending habits, um, and discipline and um, look for the long run. But I think the, the major, this chapter is another way of saying you can't save your, your way into being wealthy and you cannot work a salary job and become wealthy in the sense of, um, you know, uh, we only have 24 hours a day and we... Um, you can only make so much when you're talking about salaried positions. Um, I imagine you can even go maybe as high as maybe 500,000 a year, depending on, on what job you're in. Right. But for the most part, <clears throat> salary jobs are going anywhere from 60, 80, 90, 200, 300,000 a year, 350. Right. Um, but part of the key there is learning how to leverage. And I know, um, and, really fun experience for me has been learning how to live off of 3% of of what I make, right? And um, there are people who live off of 1%. I thought I was doing pretty good. There's people who live off of 1%. And but the key is how do you make more so that you can spend what you need to? And I want to also, um, who was it? Oh, First Dive Visions, you know, wanting to just kind of shy away from the word spend and use the word circulate and currency. But um, yeah, let's, let's just go ahead and keep this real short. Uh, as you guys know, he likes to give a book to re- that he recommends for you to read at the end of each chapter. It's called The Rich Resource. So the book that he's recommending for this that goes in tandem with this chapter is called 24 Essential Lessons for Investment Success. Learn the most important investment techniques from the founder of Investors Business Daily by William J. O'Neill. Okay, that is really interesting. Um, 24 Essential Lessons for Investment Success. 
Learn the most important investment techniques from the founder of Investors Business Daily. Okay, so that's a really good one. Um, I have so many books that I still have to finish reading, but um, I definitely see myself reading through this little book again and starting to add on the other books that he recommended here. And I can tell that one's going to be a gem too. I actually was just looking at my Robin Hood account and... Um, I- you know, I'm I'm down. I'm down. Um, it, it's a small amount in there, but I'm uh, happy with, with what I'm seeing. I got mm, dividends from one of my investments. It's one of my favorite ones, but um, yeah. One other thing, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there, too. I think that, you know, sometimes we can beat ourselves up about not having... Um, I think what I want to say is you can teach yourself these things, right? So here you have uh, Steve Siebold. He's working on the, on the mental map, but also he's giving you resources, these books. You can read these books and educate yourself and, and um, apply them, right? You can be self-taught. And so it kind of just goes back to, you know, um, I don't know. Let me let me keep going. So the critical thinking question is, how much money would you have to earn this year to live the way you want to? And I love that. Um, There's something about writing down how much you want to earn and what it is you need to live a healthy, wealthy, stress-free, balanced life. And it's part of the manifestation process. And it's a prompter to um, creating a portal for that that means of income to come to you. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about investing. I've shared with you one of my favorite platforms. Um, And actually, with that being said, um, starting August, I'm going to be doing every week. Um, I'm going to I took out some money from that account and put it into another investment vehicle but I'm going to leave a balance of 5000 in there and I'm going to show how it compounds for the next 24 months. And if I'm not mistaken, let me just double check because I'm always calculating and crunching. So when I tell you, you know, I think about when I hit the goal that I want, can somebody listen to the steps, you know, leading up to to how I got there and duplicate my my actions and get the same results so as as superficial as it sounds right he says is how much money do you have to earn in a year to live the way you want i'm always crunching numbers right i'm always figuring out how much can i um make this month how much can i what are other things i can invest in to get to where i want to live you know um a certain lifestyle. So um, I'm here in this calculator site. I put in 5000 for initial balance. And that platform, you'll, you're welcome to come back um, starting August 1st. I will take a screenshot and I will um, I will show how much I made for that week and just consistently every week for the next um, 24 months. And so if it's 3% weekly, on average, sometimes it's a little bit less, sometimes it's a little bit more. Um, and we're going to do that for 24 months. <clears throat> <clears throat> and 
And so that should give me a balance of 108,000. Um, as long as everything, you know, the platform is still up and running and as long as God gives me the breath. And so then the plan would be at that point um, to grow that balance of 5,000 to 108,000. And I will definitely document that process. But then I would just at that point, um, let me see. Because they pay weekly, 108. <clears throat> because they pay weekly, I would then, um, after 24 months from now, I would just look at starting to use the 3% a week. So 3% of 108,000 is... Is that right? Hold on. 108. I think I did a, a 10,000. Times 3%. Okay, so that would be $3,240. And then you'd multiply that. 3240. <laughs> 3240 times 4. So that'd be 12. Just shy of $13,000 a month, right? Off of passive income. Um, and then, um, that is definitely more than enough for cost of living and lifestyle or, you know, any, any of that type of thing. But that, 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 that was just an example of how you can earn in a year to live, you know, the life you want. Now it says here on under action step, decide how much money you would ultimately like to spend, save, and invest each year and map out a plan and a deadline to make it happen. And um, I just love this so much because um, this past weekend, I have a, um, I used to have it, well, I still have it, but I had an Excel sheet from 2015 where I had every single week and every single paycheck, you know, set up with all of my expenses and so in there i had mapped out you know everything it was so amazing to open it again after so much time and i went in there and i i plotted my you know what i'm what are the expenses i have for the next six months and um i think it just makes it a little bit more manageable for me too but it was really cool to see in there that i had set up for investment i mean for retirement and um, this go around, I also put in their savings challenges. And um, for whatever I get from those savings challenges, I will just diversify my portfolio. So when I'm comfortable with other platforms, I will share with you how I'm putting money into those accounts to grow them. Um, one of them I'm going to put, um, I'm thinking to put $100 into, the, into that account. And in seven years with that one... Because that one also pays 3%. But I, I, um, <laughs> my $100 is kind of a vote of my confidence, right? So, seven. Uh, let me see here. So, let me see. Is it, that's 84. So, 84 months. So, if I, I'm looking at the calculator. So, if I put, um, a hundred dollars at three percent a week for eighty four months 
um that one i should have a balance of wow three million two hundred and five thousand let me see let me just oh it's not even 84 that's at 81 this calculator kind of goes off a little bit um <laughs> i'm it's funny like i don't know why it does that let me see so 84 months would be four four point seven million, right? A hundred dollars at three percent for seven months, which is so funny to me because, um, yeah, maybe TMI. Let me not let me not do that. But let me just try. Like if I did um, seventy two months. Why does it keep doing that? Seventy two. I probably need to refresh the. Let me refresh real quick. But um, this pretty much concludes, so I'm just kind of sharing. And like I said, you're welcome to come back. I'm going to share how um, the the other platform I'm using. Let me see. So 103%. And then, um, like I said, I'm probably just going to put 100 into this other one. This is weekly. Let's try 72 months. And it compounds weekly. <gasps> <sighs> 72 months do, 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 do. Mm -mm. it's actually taking a while to calculate it could be my internet do, 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 do. okay so maybe we would just keep it at 72 months in 72 months um that would be one million dollars 12 one million twelve thousand dollars um let me just check something here real quick. And two divided by. So that would come down to six years, right? So I'll, I'll probably document that process. You're welcome to join me. And I'm not even doing them. Like, I think I really could get people in my downline, but the at least one of them has my name in there and I'm not, it's not that serious to me. I don't want my name you know, out there. I just want to share my journey and give you ideas of what's possible. I know that there are so many other stories of the of people that you can copy the right cat, right? Um and so hopefully this conversation stimulated you to, to think about what's possible. Um for some of you you might be like, hey let me check out this passive income thing. Let me check out this um this platform. The second one where I'm going to put in $100, that one they charge $10 a month um, for the for them to do the trading for you. And then the other one pay, charges $24, I believe. $24, $25 a month. Um, but I already have a balance in there. So I'm going to take out... Um, I, I already took out some chunks. And then I'm just going to leave $5,000 in there and let that do its thing for 24 months. And then the other one, I figure for $100, we will see, right? You're welcome to join me. Another resource I want to kind of encourage you, because one of the things that they talked about um, in that action step, right, is for those of you who are kind of just coming for my readings of, of how rich people think, it said, decide how much money you would ultimately like to spend 
save and invest each year and map out a plan and deadline to make it happen. Um, I would recommend that you check out, um, there's a, there's a, uh, a genre called cash stuffing envelopes on YouTube. And there's a lot of, um, ladies that are doing this and I absolutely am obsessed watching, you know, because it gives me ideas on saving challenges, um, it makes it more feasible. Like if they're doing it, like the, one of my favorites I've mentioned before is Magnolia Budgets. Um, she actually has one premiering, at, if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow at 12 noon. And one of the things about hers is she's her um, her niche is low income. So with this one, she's going to do a $96 cash stuffing. But I mean, they have money for going on trips you know, um, and different types of things. And you're like, well, how does somebody with a low income on a teacher's budget, you know, afford to have trips and still have, you know, you get into a mindset where you kind of, you, you buy what you want to, but you kind of, um, she still brought money back from vacation and having fun with the process, right? Um, and then another resource I'd, I'd like to encourage you to use in tandem with the cash stuffing envelope system is um, an app called Cube, Q-U-B-E. And that one is a cashless um, envelope style. So you designate, you know, it kind of allows you to create envelopes um that you can put, you know, money for it. the same way you would do with the with the actual hard copy envelope. So for gas, manicures here, travel, retirement, student loans, car payment, car insurance, mortgage, yada yada yada. And so every time you get paid, you just transfer the money in there and put it into the envelopes. And so if you have things like, for example, you want to put $100 a week towards your car payment every four weeks from your payments, then at the end of the four weeks, you would have the 400. I hope that kind of makes sense. But just wanted to open your mind. And again, like I said, those are just ideas. This wouldn't, my approach wouldn't necessarily be for any and everyone, but start to look to copy the right cat because here's the thing it's possible it can be done if you see people who are able to um, live comfortably provide for their families look and see what they're doing you know and if if this is not your thing then maybe do some searching online and look for other ways you know maybe type in budgeting typing investing type in you know, um, investing for small couples or even go back and listen to some of the re previous chapters and read the books, right? Read the books. Um, I, I, I believe last week we talked about um, even looking into gold, right? Um, let me, I'm going to go back one week. Yeah, like last week, like you could buy the book. Investing in gold, the essential safe haven investment for every portfolio. The week before that, the little book of bull moves and bear markets. How to keep your portfolio up when markets are down. Um, spend well, live rich. How to get what you want with the money you have. Right? Um, one of my favorites was a while back. I actually went and I highly recommend him. He has free resources and especially for the women too. 
and it makes sense he was talking about if you um i think like if you put five dollars a day instead of going to starbucks you could basically retire a millionaire and you could even start later in your in your years you know some of us feel like oh i should have started when i was 18 i should have started when i got my first job and and um the time creeps up on you and other things creep up on you but revisit that so yeah you can check out at any point but i'm just going to go back and read some of the books that you can consider reading to kind of jump start you know what that looks for you because now the question is not if it's how right so another book the one minute millionaire the enlightened way to wealth one minute millionaire you guys one minute i have you know what let me just check this real quick because you know what? Let me, um, I need to find another book for us to read together. And the Napoleon Hill one I have, that one is a huge book. The one minute. And um, I tried sharing it with you. But I think it, it's a little bit too big to um, enlighten. Wait a while. Let's see what that's about. Okay, it's here on Amazon. It's only $16. And um, it's funny too because it says here, customers who view this also viewed multiple streams of income, how to generate a lifetime of unlimited wealth for $13.59. So let me, and, and it's by the same author because I was gonna, that's another thing too. So the author of The One Minute Millionaire, The Enlightened Way to Wealth is by Mark Victor Hansen and Robert G. Allen. Robert G. Allen has another book, Multiple Streams of Income, How to Generate a Lifetime of Unlimited. So I already opened it another tab. Um, maybe, you know, I will probably buy one of these books and start to share them with you. This one actually looks like fun, you guys. I don't know. Um, this book is only $16.59 paperback. And let me just kind of see if there's any reviews. It says six years of wisdom condensed into 60 seconds of wealth. How many pages is that book? <laughs> oh, that person's book got to them chewed up. Could it be 15 pages? Here's a review. It says, in 2003, I bought this book on a whim. Kind of skipping through it. Enjoyable novel based on a woman's struggle to earn $1 million in 90 days combined with a book on how to invest properly in and for your future. The book as a whole follows the basic premise, what if I invested $1 a day for the next 60 years? what would it be worth all too often we forget the value of money itself. what is good fam got interrupted money calls listen manifesting as wild yo um but let me you oh i wanted to address just one more thing and then i gotta go um it says here coincidentally um this is from chapter 20 three i don't necessarily believe in coincidences i do believe this is in perfect alignment with some of the things i mentioned before but um 
when I was reading from the rich resource, The One Minute Millionaire, the action step there said, do a personal and professional risk assessment on your finances and career. You may discover that starting a business is less risky than you think. And I think that um, as I'm closing out, I'm looking for my bookmark here, but, you know, one of the things that he said in the today's chapter was, Sometimes it feels so overwhelming, like you don't even want to think about it, right? And one thing you, you kind of feel like is maybe it's more than I can take on. Maybe it's more than I can, um, you know, it's too risky. But start off with a plan, write things down, write what your goals and dreams are. And um, then start to to look for, you know, like I said, these books, these resources and you're going to find out that it's not as risky as you thought. Um, when I got cut off, I was talking, um, reading about how there's this, uh, what would it look like if you saved $1 every day for 60 years, right? There's shorter avenues, but there's so many ways you can um, break this down. So I'm going to leave it at that. I've got to go. Super excited. I might share with you, um, especially for those of you who are part of my Divine Dolls and Divine Dudes. Um this is something I manifested. It's something coming further down the pipeline. And like I said, I, at the right time, I'll share it with you. So until the next podcast, be blessed. Love you. Bye.